0: This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered legal, medical, or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the podcast and are not intended to malign any religion, group, club, organization, business, individual, anyone, or anything.
1: Nippy here. Here's a short preview of a bonus episode from A Little Bit Culty's Patreon, where you can get the whole thing, plus access other bonus content and ad-free new episodes, See the show notes to learn more or go to patreon.com slash a little bit culty.
0: Okay. What were your favorite questions from Patreon?
1: Okay. This is from Jackie Shemwell. How did you feel about what Nancy said about trying to separate the quote sex crimes part from the case from the quote other crimes?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that this six episode arc and the vow has some redemption for her, but that, you know, those first few episodes don't don't bode well in terms of how she's trying to vindicate herself and clearly trying to avoid responsibility. It's frustrating because we know now that the two things were intrinsically linked and we've always you know in 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 the other interviews that we've done since speaking about this tried to explain that there was the personal development on the outside and then like the sex cult stuff on the inside in other words you could take training and not know about it that which is true but for her as the leader she had to know about all of it and perhaps she didn't know about the branding until you know we blew the we mm-hmm. blew the whistle and, and exposed it, but she certainly knew that Keith was having sex with multiple women in the leadership, and she knows that because she was eming people on their jealousy issues and having to, mm-hmm. you know, quote share his penis. So it's frustrating. Uh, yeah. that's how it felt. How no, about you? I would
1: just say that's that's her campaign to minimize her association with abuses. I think it's nothing more. The mere fact that she had to em people on Keith's sexual behavior with the women that were there to work on personal and professional development. That's the reason they signed up. And then protect that she was doing that to the, everyone else, knowing that he was preying on women. Sorry, Nancy. It's just not not buying anything that she's selling. I think that's because she was acclimated to the abusive behavior that was going on, or just simply didn't have a problem with it, which uh-huh. neither are good looks.
0: How did you feel when Nancy allowed her anger to show for a minute? This is from Karen Giuliano. How did you feel when Nancy allowed her anger to show for a minute there at the end, the real Nancy, in my opinion, my honest opinion, and then tucked it away neatly back in her pocket? I found it to be terrifying like watching an alien pop out of its human suit for a moment. Yeah, how'd you feel?
1: So here's what I think. I think she was showing people how good the tools worked when she was explaining it. And I think she's that unaware of...
0: How fucked up it is?
1: Yes. Look, I think she's going... Here's what we do, blah 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 blah. We're not, and she's she's showing that she's an example of it, but not really recognizing nobody gives a shit about it. This is how it ended up. You just showed how you got away with your abuse. She isn't reconciled. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Oh yeah. No, it looks sociopathic.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it looks, looks sociopathic. So crazy. I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily convinced she is. I just think she's totally lost sensitivity to that. That's not a positive thing you just did. And I think she's selling it. This is what our tools do, right? Yeah, knowing her, knowing like that—that's how she sold the curriculum. Blech. <laughs> well, look, look at how it came off. Look at look at how she, this person. Look at how Karen Giuliano is asking the question.
0: Yeah, no, I mean the number of people, and I Thank saw that you, on Karen. Instagram a lot. Thank you, Karen. Okay, you got another one for me.
1: This one's from Gigglebit. I'm curious about the intent of Das. Originally, I thought the master-slave relationships was about surrender and discipline, but listening to the way folks described being quote at cause. In the ESP curriculum and listening to the strong emphasis loyalists focus so strongly on women's, quote, choice and giving consent to something undefined. I wonder, was the abuse in DAS intentional and preplanned? Was the whole thing some terrible and intentional exercise in getting the members of DAS to make a, quote, choice, setting them up for abuse and then having some twisted higher purpose and reconciling being at cause? I guess the question overall is, was the abuse in DAS intentional and preplanned?
0: As far as we know... Keith needed a way to keep women loyal and have a fresh supply for sex for him. So, and he needed to make it look like everyone chose. So, that's on the main tenet of what we all learned in Nexium for years everything's choice. We chose, we agreed, we gave our collateral willingly, which is bullshit because we gave our collateral willingly based on a lie that we were joining a women's group for women's empowerment, not we were joining a group where we're giving collateral for Keith's personal spank bank, right? So this was totally intentional and pre-planned. Maybe not all the women understood that because they were so indoctrinated to please him and do whatever their master wanted. But all of it, DOS rests on the concept of at cause and Mm -hmm. is dependent on it. So everything is set up for is designed for abuse but can always have plausible deniability that it's not that.
1: Yeah, I think it was pre-planned to scratch all his indulgences.
0: So this is actually a question I think I got from my Instagram. I didn't catch the name. I didn't, I I copy and pasted it into my notes. I didn't catch the name. So whoever this is, thank you. Have been following and watching the vow and other docs, and listening to the podcast, watching YouTube clips, etc. Have been continually fascinated, intrigued, and appalled. Glad you got out and doing what you're doing. There's so many interviews and accounts of women documented, but relatively little and few accounts from men, other than Nippy and Mark. Can you or will you guys shed some light on the male member dynamic? Were they involved in similar rituals? Were they indoctrinated to facilitate Keith's plan regarding the women, or influenced to act similarly? Did some men have their own master-slave groups with men or women? Curious. Thank you. Nice work. Also, who will play you guys in the movie?
1: The short answer is no. However, Mark and I have been talking and he's starting to think, and I don't necessarily agree with him, but nothing would surprise me, that there may have been some other men's thing where they're collateral. They collateralize something. And he thinks some of the people that are still loyal may have been part of that. And then that maybe Mark and I were bypassed. I don't necessarily think that, but at this point, like... With everything that we've been wrong about and what's come out, you know, I don't know. But in terms of what you've seen in, in DOS, there's nothing like that right. except for uh, some collateral stuff about like if I don't enroll a person this month, I'm going to give 250 bucks to charity or something like that. Who's going to play us in a movie?
0: <laughs> there was a terrible Lifetime Hopefully movie no made one. a couple of years ago, and we can't even talk about it. It was, it was terrible. I'll add something. I mean, just from my perspective. It seemed like, you know, as coaches, the men and women had some similar roles. There were more female facilitators, like in terms of teaching the curriculum and and more women. I mean, generally, more women were involved. And I, at the time, I always thought it was because they were more interested in doing the introspective work. It's sort of a cliche in terms of the emotional work but we had we had a, quite a few men and i think that things changed and got more intense as sop and Jeunesse were introduced but in terms of similar rituals i mean sop had rituals in terms of like men getting together and you know they would stand if people were late and they'd go like stand in really early hours of the morning in silence in waiting for somebody who was, late. I mean, maybe you can speak more to that, but that's a kind of a ritual, isn't it, Nip?
1: No, there wasn't a whole lot of that though.
0: Okay, well, I wasn't part of it, so I can't comment. But there was definitely more women than men in Nexium.
1: It wasn't sexual abuse.
0: No, see, women were, were were brought into the pipeline we know now for Keith, and I think the men were there to like you know protect him and like like a nippy's sake to be the face of it. Like, hey, look, we got this Ivy League. Former quarterback. You yeah, know, I don't
1: even know if it was that. We don't know. We know. We
0: don't know. But what we do know is that you served a different purpose for him. Don't you think?
1: Yep. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around.